You would have thought that the other AFC coaches would have colluded in order to keep Josh Gordon from going to the Patriots. See me after class. Hello, it's Jay. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. The 2018 edition of Maximize Your Medicare is available online at Amazon, everywhere that books are sold online. You can see the number of different locations at the book's website, www.maximize.com. There's a sign-up place, a pop-up, which allows you to subscribe to the free weekly maximize your medicare newsletter comes out on saturdays most weeks sometimes a special edition comes midweek but certainly every saturday the maximize your medicare podcast has many more tidbits small little hints for people who are experts people who are beginners as always today is not financial advice that said in the maximize your medicare newsletter and every place that I've been speaking in public, and this is going to be my battle cry for 2019, which is I expect 2019 to be a very, very interesting period for those persons especially interested in Medicare Advantage. I got a lot of reasons for that. Um, Let me first start with the following. So in the past, in other books, there's these a very famous book on Medicare has kind of sit there and saying that Medicare Advantage is there just to line the pocketbooks of the carriers. Well, not exactly because the carriers uh, are facing ridiculous amounts of pressure, a ridiculous amounts of competitive pressure, which has basically competed away the profit margin. So much so that if you ask the carriers, and the carriers tell me because I actually speak with them about what specific features my clients, our clients, are enjoying, are taking most advantage of, find most rewarding and valuable, they're, on their end, they are sharing with me that, yes, that their profit margin projections are something in the low single digits. So I find it very difficult to believe that get what's yours for Medicare or whatever it's called would go out of its way and try to accuse Medicare Advantage of being a program which is insufficient. This is evidence of people, academics who sit in ivory towers and don't meet real people. And due to the fact they don't meet real people, They don't look into the eyes and understand that people live on fixed incomes. People didn't understand what the trade-offs were from the get-go, so they are forced or they do not have the flexibility to purchase a Medicare supplement policy. That is not to say that all is lost. I wouldn't make that conclusion, not for one moment. And the reason is the general characteristics are two. Number one, there is a convenience. Why? because it looks and feels like plans you may have had from your employer or from the individual market. Second, you have an out-of-pocket maximum. Every Medicare Advantage plan has an out-of-pocket maximum. It 
must have an out-of-pocket maximum when it comes to health services received. Now, this is a vital thing. Why? The reason is that the red, white, and blue card, the federally issued Medicare card by itself, has no out-of-pocket maximum. This one feature alone puts a cap on your, the downside risk to your household net worth. You can see all the fancy stuff about me on MaximizeYourMedicare.com. You can see the fact that I've had a great deal of financial market experience in financial instruments far more complicated than Medicare. But the reality is they're quite similar in the sense that we are trying to look at scenarios and financial outcomes. Well, that is very similar to health insurance. Very, very similar. In fact, it is so similar, I call health insurance a put option on household net worth. So people who out there who are financial markets geeks, you now get my exact analogy. And most of the reasoning on all of these podcasts, the book, the newsletter, have to do with me simply translating what I know exists in other financial matters accepted around the world in the terms of how you look at it, how you price it, how you make conclusions about the, about the value of these financial contracts, and simply applied it to health insurance, a specific case of health insurance, Medicare. So when we go to Medicare Advantage, in addition to the out-of-pocket maximum, in addition to the convenience factor, the fact of the matter is, is you have to deal with a number of different restraints, a number of different characteristics that exist in Medicare Advantage. What are those? Number one, annual contract. This is a January to January contract. That means every moving bit and piece, every last clause can be and is subject to change on an annual basis. Number two, there's some network of some sort. And depending on whether or not you need to use in or out of network providers, that will dramatically change your financial result. Meaning you could have different out-of-pocket costs. You may not have the ability to see out-of-network doctors, hospitals, clinics, durable medical equipment providers, x-ray lab, blood lab. That is entirely possible. And sometimes there's confusion as you're kind of going from doctor to a lab and the doctor's in network and the lab is out of network. Does that happen? It does. I don't think there's any question about that. That all said, you are paying a lower premium in general for Medicare Advantage, which usually includes prescription drug benefits than you would for Medigap and a standalone prescription plan. And in some cases, over $1,000 less a year in terms of premium, which goes a long way towards helping you pay for your sundry primary care physician's visit, your specialist visits. So now we go to the guts of today's podcast, today's episode, which is, okay, why do I, why do I think that 2019 will be such a volatile year? Well, the competition is increasing. 
it doesn't have anything to do with insurance. It just has to do with common sense, right? We have new, big, competitive players with lots of resources who are going to try to get your business. That is the trend over the last five years. I think we have a notable change in the quality of plans. In other words, we have healthcare costs increasing at rates greater than inflation. We have premiums on Medicare Advantage stable to flat to lower in certain cases with more robust benefits, with fewer restrictions on network. This is in general the case. And it is a case from state to state because we get asked here, what do you think about this state and these plans and this type of plan, et cetera, et cetera. We definitely see that the quality here has increased in terms of financial implications to policyholders. No doubt. Now, the reason that 2019 is going to be very interesting because in addition, in addition to greater competition, because new players entering the market, new, very large players entering the market trying to get your business is an entirely new development in 2019, which widens, it increases the types of different extra benefits that you can buy on top of your Medicare Advantage plans. So this is going to be a double-edged sword. I'm just going to tell you that now, right? You are going to see horror stories. You are going to see negative. I promise you that. Why? Because people are more fascinated by the negative, right? You get more Instagram and YouTube views when you see and hear anecdotes, stories of negative. I don't think there's any doubt about that. We're going to see it here. Why? Because what's going to end up happening invariably, almost certainly, is that someone is going to be talked into a particular Medicare Advantage plan due to one of these extra benefits and give away solid, thorough analysis of exactly what they are actually doing. And they kind their eyes gloss over, hey, I want to get this extra benefit because it is vital. Now, the negative to that is that you could close your eyes and say, okay, I want to avoid all of those negatives and therefore not explore these extra benefits. That also isn't great. That's not going to be great. Why? Let's just say you're, let's say you have a mobility problem. Okay. You don't get a, you don't get around the house. Well, for example, well, it is entirely possible that some of these extra benefits will allow for allowances towards these extra items, which may make your mobility around your home more convenient. That is true. Who else? People with respiratory problems, asthma, COPD. Now, instead, in addition to breathing machines and oxygen which already exists, that coverage already exists under Medicare Advantage in many cases, most cases actually. Well, air conditioner, air purifier, dehumidifier, for example, things that aren't really medical equipment, but they are related to your health and well-being, it is potentially the case 
that the carriers will be introducing these extra benefits, which are available to policyholders. So you can see what double-edged sword it is, right? On one hand, a person, a person, a potential policy owner, a potential chooser of Medicare Advantage plan number 301, right? They select that Medicare Advantage plan solely on the basis of this extra benefit, their access to the extra benefit. But then they give up some other aspect of a Medicare Advantage plan, like the quality of network. And I'm just making it up. And that's part of the reason that I'm releasing this before October 1st, because I get to say, hey, I don't know what the specifics are because the specifics have not been released to the public, right? So I'm making this hypothetical up, but I'm very certain this is going to happen. The CMS has, which is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that is the governing body of Medicare. They have issued, you know, kind of marketing guidelines and then the advocacy groups have chimed in and said, hey, the the guidelines are insufficient and as a result you are opening yourself up to further elder abuse and that is almost inevitable i'm like i said i'm certain we're going to see stories of this going forward i don't need a crystal ball so i'm going to swerve out of my way for a moment here because the natural question to ask is well jay how do i avoid this And candidly, the way to avoid this is to go to a broker and not to a captive agent. This is not a personal insult aimed at captive agents in totality, right? I know captive agents. I count some of them as experts in Medicare. It is just that their employment contract limits their ability to offer plans and to represent described plans from different carriers. And that restriction leads to the inherent, the natural inclination to only suggest the plans that they, he or she represent. That is a natural thing. So it's kind of like the same thing, right? You go to a car dealership and you go to the, I don't know, the uh, Toyota car dealership. And you know there are lots of different car dealers or car labels out there, manu- car auto manufacturers. But yeah, not no kidding. The salesperson says you should buy, you know, that particular the Toyota. Well, yeah, but my Subaru gets far better mileage and is far, you know, po- more powerful engine and has these features that I want to buy and value at a lower price. Well, your Toyota salesman doesn't have the right to sell you a Subaru because he's not a Subaru dealer. How is that different than insurance matters? It isn't. A captive agent, remember, they're only authorized to sell, represent a specific carrier. A broker is authorized to represent multiple carriers and multiple plans across the board. And that is going to be important here. And somebody's going to say to me, all right, well, Jay, does that also mean that 
you know, the person, the the representative, you, you're going to be trying to jam me with the most expensive plan. That's a fallacy. And the reason it's a fallacy is that the way that we are compensated is a number. And that number does not change with your premium amount. Doesn't. Under Medicare Advantage, we would get compensated as a fixed number of a particular plan. Let's just say the carrier number one had seven plans, A, B, C, D, E, F, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, G. Yep, there we go. I can count to seven. A through G, right? In most instances, the overwhelming number of instances, we are compensated the same way by that carrier across plans A through G. Now, there are exceptions. Do not get me wrong. There are certain dual eligible for those persons who are in Medicaid, Medicare, where carrier, where we are not compensated at all. That does exist. But by and large, for Medicare Advantage plans, we are compensated the same amount irrespective of the premium. So people have this idea. It is a commonly held belief that under every single financial contract, we are compensated more if the plan costs you more. That isn't true. So I just need to clear that up, but I do want to point out that one way to avoid having this issue about being sold a particular plan with this particularly shiny new object, which is almost certainly going to be available in 2019 and going to be available for sale starting on October 15th, which is not that far away. The way to avoid it is going to a broker that can represent the widest selection of plans who has a thought process about what applies to your particular situation. So while it's going to become more complicated, there are ways to defend yourself. I'm also going to leave you with one other matter, which is just think from a practical point of view. And again, we don't have to be talking about insurance, right? GH2 benefits myself personally. We have a lot of clients in many, many locations. The idea that we're interested in selling plan number one versus plan number seven and that it isn't in your best interest, that is not really reasonable, right? Because I'm, we're also risking ourselves by saying, yes, Mr. Jones, Miss you know, Johnson, given what you've said, these are some plans which may be some interest to you to steer you away for one individual case to risk the entire body of work that we've already completed book and going to be its seventh edition in the coming weeks why i'm going to leave that with you okay i am going to leave that with you but you can just tell yourself okay well i'm the shop owner of a particular type or a laundromat owner really i'm going to try to not issue you your refund or we're going to tell you that these are the way that our rules will work just so that we can try not to refund your shirt when we have dry cleaned a million shirts and you're going to go tell the public that we've done the wrong thing. You know better than that. 
there's going to be some kind of misunderstanding one way or the other and someone is some policyholder is going to feel victimized that's almost a certainty what is also a certainty is that the competition the increased competition plus these extra benefits together are going to likely yield superior options for consumers i have a breathing problem i have severe allergies and now i get a subsidy towards an air conditioning unit an air purifier that i would not able to otherwise afford would this improve my daily health daily wellness and well-being yes and there, i don't think there's any question about that now i don't have respiratory problems thankfully but I can certainly imagine that to be the case. Certainly. And when you add that to the fact that the carriers are going to be competing on every front, on every sentence, every clause, every detail, what you're going to have is superior options for consumers. I'm going to stop right there. What we're going to have is a number of different small, tight snippets, because I'm not going to go over each one of the clauses and tell you what these different differences are, right? I'm going to go through them in short snips, short little podcasts to say, okay, let's take a look at this deductible and how it works and why, who is this better for? Maybe, right? Based on your financial situation, how often you see the doctor, with what frequency you go to see the doctor, right? Because what ends up happening is you just rely on your friend over coffee hour to say, hey, I've got this particular Medicare Advantage plan. You should try it too. Well, it worked for your friend. It doesn't work nearly as well for you. Well, why? Because your health situation is different, requiring different types of attention. And due to those differences in types of attention that you require, basically what happens is you have a different pattern of costs. And that require, means different co-pays, different co-insurances, for example, a deductible which may or may not apply to you. So as a result, what ends up happening is at the end of the year, you start out with the same premium, but at the end of the year, just based off the fact of your pattern of healthcare requirements is so different that you might think of yourself in equal health as your friend at coffee hour. But reality is, is you have a very, very different financial result. We will start that in the coming days. I wanted to give you the 5,000 foot overview. We're going to have to be quick about it because I'm not going to mention individual plans or you know, carriers, the big national carriers, we know who they are. Certainly GH2 benefits will know who they are. We have clients in many states around the country asking us, what do you think about this aspect about a particular plan? That's all possible. If you go up to MaximizeYourMedicare.com, there is a button called Ask Jay. You can send me emails you can go to the YouTube channel, watch videos, send me messages. We will respond to them. No problem. It won't be our first exercise. We get asked about our thoughts about Medicare matters around the country. You can see our quotes, my quotes in the national press. 
being asked how to handle specific situations that kind of apply to the largest generation in U.S. history. I'm Jay. This is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and rate us on iTunes, or I guess it's called Apple Podcast now. Please give it your highest rating. That way, someone you know will be able to discover this podcast. Next time.